Bradley for Everyone with Eyes. I'm Stu Brevere in for Sarah Gonzalez this week. Uh, we have Pat Gray uh, joining us. Very exciting, uh, less exciting. Uh, Jeff Fisher. And then back to exciting, Stephen Kent is with us uh, as well. Thank you very much for uh, joining us. Uh, Pat, the story of the day? Uh, the, the big, beautiful, luxurious wall. The big, really? The big, beautiful, wow. luxurious. Pretty interesting. All right. Yeah. All right, Jeffy? Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? As a kid, mm. what do you want to be when you grow up. There's a new poll out that's. Uh, it doesn't seem like it should be strange, but it kind of is. It makes you worried a little bit about the future. We're screwed, basically, is what you're saying. All right. <laughs> and Stephen, tough story. Corey Spartacus Booker attended San Diego <laughs> Comic Con this past weekend to nice. market himself to millennials by speaking Klingon. Mm. Um, oh, jeez. Very important. We need to talk about that. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I think we need to t- spend a little bit of time on uh, racism. Uh, calling the president a racist. How okay is that? When are we going to have that conversation? I don't know. Stu, when are we going to have the racial we, conversation? America doesn't talk time? about racism. We don't right. talk Thank about you. it. Yeah. That's what we need is just more <laughs> another, conversation another about conversation it. conversation should probably do it. <laughs> so we'll get to all that here uh, on today's program. Uh, also want to tell you about uh, iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is, is awesome. It's a really cool thing. Uh, you can take your firearms. Uh, if you're a person who wants to be actually accurate with your firearm, uh, you're going to want to use iTarget Pro. One of the big things you're supposed to do with uh, with uh, with your gun is, is, you know, fire it, get good at firing it. Practice a little. And they talk about dry firing as a big thing. That just seems like the, the most boring thing in the world if you don't have iTarget Pro because then you're just squeezing mm-hmm. the trigger mm-hmm. and you're not getting anything out of it. This turns it into like a video game. Yeah. So you are firing at a target. Your, your, your iPhone or whatever is telling you uh, how close you are. You can turn it into a really cool game and you can improve your firearm skills. Have you ever priced ammo, by the way? Really expensive. Really expensive. Yeah, and range fees. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to fire actual uh, live ammo, it's going to be a much more expensive uh, thing. You could yep. pay for this with, what, one trip to the range? Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. Uh, so go to the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Check out the video. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, choose your caliber, download the app, and uh, you're going to be ready when the system arrives. Get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code NEWS when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and test your skill. 10% off with the offer code NEWS. Pat. Yes, uh, the big, beautiful, luxurious wall. Mm. Uh, man, the construction on this thing is just, it's taken off. Did like a Saturn V rocket. Did I miss something? Um, <laughs> What do you mean? I don't You're know. not hip to I guess the not, fact no. that zero inches have been built. <laughs> the full <laughs> zero inches? Full so- oh, zero okay. inches okay. of wall have been built. But it started. No. Oh. Well, they've made some repairs on old wall and fencing, mm-hmm. and they've replaced some of the old wall or fence. Uh, but as for any new <clears throat> mileage, uh, none. Absolute zero. We're what going does the on. president say that it is, in fact, going up and is being yeah, built? He's, he's said that multiple times. It's, he does say that a lot. It just doesn't happen to be true. And he's That's referring the only to these repairs, <laughs> right? I, I guess he is. I, but but it, that's what he has to fall back on. Well, I was talking about repairs. Yeah. But I think we all understood his promise to be new wall, right? I mean... But we haven't started clearing land or anything for no, any of it? Done, mean, that, they haven't done anything yet. When will we take the farmer's land? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's eminent domain, this thing. Take it back. You, you uh, could. Um, <laughs> out of the 2,000-mile border, there's 700 existing miles of, of wall or fence. But hundreds of miles of that is a four-foot-high impenetrable fence four feet no one could scale that really (laughs) it's four feet it's four feet high it's a fencing above it's a fence so high you can see it from 
like three feet away. Um, <laughs> There's not barbed wire up above the four no, feet? No, it's or? just four feet. You just hop over the fence and you're in. Well, uh, if you could climb that high. If you could climb that okay. high. But those so, are dizzying heights, and nobody wants to try it. <laughs> so who's to blame uh, for that? Because, I mean, I, you know, the president did make it, a, obviously, basically his he entire did. campaign. I think Congress um, is at least as much to blame, if not more, than the president. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've been putting up with this since when? I mean, before 2006, when they finally yeah. mandated that a wall would be built by law, um, and they got nothing done then. No. Or very little. Mm-hmm. And now it's been promised and promised and promised. And has there ever been a time we need it more? We have, we have tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people flooding across the border every month. Every month, not every year. So uh, build the wall for the love of heaven. Um, another story over the weekend that ties into this is the uh, triple murder of a family in Iowa by an illegal alien who'd been deported twice and back in the country uh, shot this Hispanic mother and her two Hispanic kids. One was 11 and one was five. So it's not about, you know, white people or it's just about the right thing to do in American citizens and securing our country, making it safe. Now, what Democrats usually say is, well, we got plenty of murderers here anyway. What's the... Yeah, we do. So let's not import more. (laughs) (laughs) You need to add to that pile. Yeah. They're not all bad people. No, and they're not. They're not all. Social social trust falls apart. And I'm one of those people who always, you know, look at the domestic statistics like, all right, we got lots of dangerous people here anyways. What's the big deal? But Mm -hmm. it undermines social trust when people who are not Americans are ones committing crimes. People people lose their minds. And And it didn't have to happen when you're not supposed to be here in the first place. Yeah, we have enough dirtbags in Mm -hmm. this country. With 330 million people, there's going to be some. I mean, Jeffy. For example, excellent examples. Too. <laughs> I mean, we have one right here. How did he get here? Build had. the wall. <laughs> Do we need more Jeffies? Oh, no, no. we can, can all agree. agree. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting from a political standpoint. I just finished the uh, Tim Alberta book, uh, American Carnage. Oh, um, and it's really it's it's a fascinating book because it takes you basically from like 2006 to today. Every major political story, what was going on behind the scenes. One of the things he mentions in there, and I would say it's. It's not a, a, a Trump favorable book, um, I wouldn't say, um, but he kind of gave Trump uh, a little leeway on the wall, basically saying that you know people in Congress ca- kept telling him it's coming, it's next, it's we're going to get to it, we can't get to it here, we're going to get to it soon, and he kind of went along with it until w- with the idea that he was convinced they were going to win in 2018. So he wasn't panicked about it. Of course, they obviously got smoked in 2018 and don't have control and now can't put it. That makes sense. Through. It does kind of fit. Because I do believe he's really he's actually committed to doing it. I, I do believe. If nothing else, for a poli- just from a promise standpoint, yeah. I think he wants to like fulfill the promise yes. so he can yeah. say he did it. So, now, can yeah. we just mention for a moment an Alaskan congressman held a 10-inch knife to John Boehner's throat yeah. in that book. This apparent what? John Boehner. Not it's like not even to John be discussed. Boehner, John Boehner uh, railed against uh, tax uh, or taxpayer money going to Alaskan building projects. And I don't remember the guy's name, but one of the Alaskan congressmen at the time and confronted John Boehner in the hallway, pinned him to a wall, and pulled out a 10-inch knife and held it to his neck. Yeah, was it Don Young, wasn't it? I think yes. it was Don Young. It was Don Young. And then the, the, <laughs> the story And the story ends with, and then they became best of friends. Like they want to be apparently becoming allies. Later on. Another day in Congress. Boehner was yeah. probably 
You know, yeah, well, they, they may or get down the road a little bit. Uh, it's a, it's a it's very amazing. interesting book. Yeah, fascinating. If, if you like this stuff, it's, it's yeah. well worth your time. Let me bring it back to like the, I don't know, I guess the political story of the day here with the racism claims, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone has been talking about these uh, tweets that Donald Trump did. Um, you know, uh, very controversial and caused all sorts mm-hmm. of problems. I mean, I, I have a little issue, and I've brought this up before, in that like, I think it's fine if you're Rachel Maddow to come up with the idea of like, okay, I believe his motivation for this was racism. Totally a fine piece of analysis if, if you happen to be on the left. The journalism part of this is strange to me in that, like, accusing someone of racism is basically the worst thing you can say about anyone in our society. Uh, well, at, least know, I, I, at least it used to be, right? Like, I mean, but it is. It's like one of the most serious things you can do outside of an actual crime, right? That you're, you're it, saying it can destroys your life. Yeah, really. it destroys your yeah, life. People decide you're a racist. You're not getting jobs. You're right. not getting. Yeah. Uh, television interviews, all of those kinds of things. Yeah, away. and and there's this like idea from journalists right now that the right thing to do is just say it's racism with none of the nuance attached to it. Let me yeah. give you this from Brian Stelter. Here's a couple of quotes from him. He says, uh, President Trump launched a bigoted attack against four uh, minority congresswomen on Sunday morning. Wait, are you trying to see around Jeff? Yeah, I was trying. Good it's luck. very difficult. Uh, his tweets were... <laughs> you just str- turn around us behind him. <laughs> now, this is not only, by the way, a journalist, but a, a journalist that is... Like, his job is to judge other journalists if they're doing the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. This is Brian. He says, uh, the tweets were straight-up racist. Did the news media accurately describe it that way? Goes on to say, uh, he said, she said, is a tried-and-true journalistic technique, of course, but is insufficient at a time like this. If telling Democratic congresswomen to go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came isn't racist, what is? So... Of like, being racist. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> like, I think you race. could say it could be motiv- theoretically motivated by race. Like it if could. Richard Spencer said that, I would probably say the same thing. Like, OK, yeah. He, I mean, this is he, always his focus on race. But take it back for just a step. It, let's say Richard Spencer was German. He was born in Germany and got uh, a, uh, a visa and became a citizen of the United States. He had dual citizenship somehow. And he was here and he went out and he led the Charlottesville rally. Would there not be Democrats and also a lot of Republicans that would be saying, hey, go back to your own country? We, what, what you're bringing here is yeah. something that we don't like. Mm-hmm. You could say it's still an ugly thing to say, but you are, you are going there and you are assuming the president's motivation. And I think if you're going to say he's a racist, you have to also explain why he's such a jerk to other white people. Mm-hmm. Because Donald Trump is a jerk to everyone who disagrees with him. Everyone who says mm-hmm. bad things about him, he says bad things about. So you have to be able to explain, hey, why does he hate white people so much if, and, and, and never has a problem with, with African Americans or anyone from any other race who like him? I mean, you never, you never see, hear him saying a word, bad word about Don King. Uh, so I just I feel like... West. Yeah, okay. ra- racism is not transactional. Right. Uh, that's not yeah. how it works. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're never going to see Richard Spencer being, you know what? Some Jews are fantastic. Like, that's not, a, that's not the way he looks at things. Um, and I think that that is a, it's part of this because, like, it is a thing the media does, which is every time he beats up on anyone who isn't white, that his motivation must be racism. Be. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know what? So he's just, he likes to be a jerk to kind of everybody. And, and I think that's the, the long and the Plus, short of when, it. When, when he was growing up, at least, and I remember, didn't we used to have a thing called America, Love It or Leave It? Campaign, yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't racist behind that. It was love it or yeah. leave it. Well, like, as we pointed out multiple times, uh, we were big fans of the Second Amendment, and when Piers Morgan has a show on CNN, we routinely said, "Look, if you don't like our Constitution so yeah, much, yeah, no, it just go fuck go leave. to a place that doesn't have a Second Amendment." Right. He Every other did. nation on work, and he did. Uh, that was really the market speaking, I think, more than anything else. Um, Jeffy, I want to go. Speaking of the market speaking, the market is speaking to our children. 
in ways that are making me very uncomfortable. A new Harris poll, and it came out last week because they were they did it because they were celebrating the uh, moon landing, the 50th anniversary right. of the moon landing, and they wanted to find out what kids wanted to be. So they asked 3,000 kids, ages 8 to 12, uh, if they what they wanted to be, whether they wanted to be a an astronaut, a musician, professional athlete, teacher, or vlogger, YouTuber. Yeah. All right, and so they said, okay, no problem. Those are those are okay questions, what they want it to be. Uh, if you look at the, the poll, you can see the results. If the uh, United States and the United Kingdom, number one, uh, they want to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're growing up to be YouTubers. And in China, they want to be astronauts. Uh, is number one. This it's is completely reversed. Uh, in China, the number one is astronaut, and the bottom is YouTuber. In the U.S. and United Kingdom is YouTuber, bottom is astronaut. Completely mm-hmm. reversed. In fairness, part of that is the fact that China blocks a lot of material, and they don't have the same access yeah. that American kids, kids grow do. up there with the mission of glorifying the state. Here, our kids grow up with the mission of glorifying themselves. themselves. <laughs> and that's, and that's not perfect true. either. No. Yeah, neither of them are perfect. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, when you talk about it in that context, it's not, I'm not as disappointed. I, I feel like, I, I mean, at least astronaut leads to something productive um, <laughs> where YouTube doesn't. But, I mean, the fact that we praise the individual here is consistent. Are you saying that it's not an important job to open a package of toys and then play with it? That's true. That is that's a, pretty important stuff. That is. Come on. And it's a fascinating thing. It is. I, 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 like 15 million views for oh, opening yeah. for the unboxing videos. The unboxing videos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is it's like God, it's weird. I'm, I'm trying to bridge in my mind uh, <laughs> the gap between an entire generation really kind of coming up as narcissists who are obsessed with themselves and think that all their opinions are important, and also that dem- they've democratized the ability of people to do what we do here, right? Like mm-hmm. grow up to want to be radio show hosts, want to be TV hosts, and now people are funneling through YouTube first before they go and do that. So I, it's, it's very exciting in a sense, mm-hmm. but it's it also <laughs> it's also doesn't say something good about all these kids' aspirations. Yeah. I, yeah, I will say too that like, you know, I think it's one of the large problems of our society and we saw it in media. We've been in radio for a long time. People in radio are insane. Like they're just nuts. You work, everybody you work with is insane. Yes. And mm-hmm. you get used to it in radio because it's just the reality. And I think a big part of that is you're living your life to like, like bring in an audience, right? Like that is what you're doing. So everything you do in your life, you're judging through that prism. And now everyone is doing that. Everyone has an audience. Everyone's looking for clicks. Everyone's, and that is a, it's not a, I would not want to take, hey, every radio station I've ever worked with, let's make that society. Right. Uh, But it is kind of what's happening. It's not healthy. What was, I mean, what was it, what did you feel like when you first got like a bad note on your ratings, right? Like that must've been devastating. Oh yeah. Kids deal with that every Every single day. Mm -hmm. um, And it just knocks their self-esteem apart. It does. Oh, especially if you have one that does really well, and then the next four or five don't do anything. Mm. You, how do you get? Through, how do you get out of bed? What happened? I know. How do you get it's, out of bed? It's terrifying. You All right. Start thinking about maybe I need to be an astronaut. <laughs> there you go. I like that. They see, in astronauts, you know what? What happens at the end? You know, they remember you fifty years later. And uh, I mean, mm-hmm. did they remember the YouTube? Who's the? I was playing. Uh, I was at a, a bunch of friends, and I, I brought up a reference to Chocolate Rain. Did you guys remember oh, Chocolate yeah. Rain? It was Chocolate like the, Rain. Yeah, exactly. It was one of the first viral YouTube videos. And all of them were like younger than me and on YouTube, and none of them could remember no. it. I'm like, gosh, you're that you're forgotten that fast. Like wow. the YouTube culture, I mean you're disappearing. Remember, leave Britney alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These poor people. All right, uh, and we're gonna be back in uh, just a second. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, though, it's okay to watch this on YouTube. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly okay. Back in a second. 
Seems a little self-serving now. Said it that way. get back into it here in uh, just a second. I want to tell you first about Mercury Real Estate. Uh, Stephen, you are uh, looking for a home. I sure am. Here. I am struggling every bit of the way. Oh, really? I mean, oh, yeah. Finding the real estate agent, and this is what ha- why Glenn started this company, finding a real estate agent is like a, a, a really rough part of that because you, know, you can tell what kind of home you like. But like you don't know at the beginning what kind of real estate agent is gonna is gonna help you, and that's what this site does. So you should totally check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Part of the problem is that only realtors could be members of the National Association of Realty. <laughs> that's a big problem. So, I think that more a is a feature than a bug. I really? feel like you should be in okay. the National yeah. Real Estate Agency of Realty, whatever it is. Um, but uh, it is one of those. What if I'm a plumber and I want to be in the? No, you can't. I know. Even, you can, even, I know because it's only real tours. That's right. Yeah. So it is only real tours. <laughs> um, but these are the best of the real tours. Uh, if you, realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there, uh, have a little bit of a, a process of checking out uh, who's good, who's not. Uh, they do all the work for you, and it's your biggest investment. So go there, realestateagentsitrust.com. Stephen, your story. All right, so Cory Booker was at Comic-Con this past weekend in San Diego. He was yucking it up with all the attendees, taking really awkward selfies and forcing himself to laugh too much <laughs> with everybody. Oh, it was, it was something to behold. And so we have a super cut for you. Ooh. We would like to go to the video right now. Having a great time. All right. Look at that guy on the way. Dying to see the next installment of Rick and Morty, uh, CBS's Star Trek, uh, Black Mirror. Um, uh, trying to think of other things that I really like. Uh, that I'm looking forward to. See, in this campaign year, a lot of things are building up uh, that I have to see. So Game of Thrones, I still haven't watched last season. Do not ruin it for me, man. Do not. Please, don't be that guy. So it's called On Site. So you put that on, and this actually takes you tomorrow. May I? Brian Brian will go ahead and demo that for you. Look straight ahead for me. Kind of look up at me. I won't be like Matt Damon. (laughs) No, we're going to bring you back at the end of it. I'm going to tighten this a little bit so you can look around and walk around. I wonder if he's like Spartacus right now. And this is an actual function. Transport. It absolutely oh, is. Okay. Yes. So you won't even know that you've left the building. I don't. Okay, seamless. Let's go. All right, excellent. Here we go. I hope I make it. Oh, he's the transport. One, three, <laughs> Booker. He was transported. Um, but so, so this matters to me for two reasons. I mean, one, it's nice to see a, a candidate go and do retail politics uh, with young people and that kind of generation that sure. frequents these cons. Yeah. There are all sorts of people here, and I don't feel like we do enough of actually trying to meet new voters. They do a lot of base turnout these yeah. days, going to the most radical mm-hmm. people. People can be won over there, and people like shared identity. When you have something in common with them that you can start from, you can build. So that's good. Um, but the thing I don't like is he talks, he talks in these interviews about his love of Star Trek. And as you guys know, I'm a little, a little bit of a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. And he, really, that, he yeah. really shows his hand on how much of a utopian he is. Like, he really believes, and his Star Trek is informed by this, that human nature can be done away with, that we can transcend mm-hmm. all of our problems, everything that plagues us, poverty, class, race. He thinks that there is a future where none of that will ever happen. I don't. Um, and I, I think that's what makes us, you know, conservatives or libertarians and them progressives. Yeah, well, I mean, the founders, I think, really 
focus on that. That we're 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 not perfect people, and they built never will be. They built a system where like you can be you can be different, and you, there's not going to be somebody who is going to know the right way to do everything, uh, and and do a top down sort of approach. The thing I get with Booker is like I, he just tries so hard. Like he, you know, and, and some of it, I guess you're looking at the, the positive angle of it, which I appreciate. He um, goes like 120%, right? Yeah. yeah like yeah. it's one thing to it's, go and have fun, but he's like, hey, yeah. everybody. <laughs> it just and doesn't he, feel real. He looks fake. fake. Yeah. He looks fake, right? Mm-hmm. Like his fake anger. And that's his biggest problem is he just always ratchets it up too much. Yeah. And, and it never seems authentic. There's a big story about him. Uh, you know, he played for Stanford, uh, Division One college football. Mm. Um, Did he? Yeah. Uh, he was recruited by Lou Holtz to go to Notre Dame. Uh, like, this guy was like a big athlete, I guess. And then he, I guess he got there and, and never was able to really get on the field all that much. He had a uh. few catches, but never really, never really did much. But, like, it seems like that's his brand. Like, his brand is just, like, I'm this guy who could show up at a Comic-Con. I'm the guy who can show up. I'll do, I'm, I'm you. And in reality, he just doesn't, I don't, I don't, it just does not come off as authentic from him. No, it's not his strength. Um, I think everything about Cory Booker is he sort of vacillates between which version of himself he's going to be. Like, I will admit, I actually was really intrigued by him. Back in the day, he was working on criminal justice reform with Mm -hmm. Senator Mike Lee and Rand Paul. He seemed very interested in building bridges. And then Kavanaugh happened, and he went to full blow them all apart. Tear it all down. The guy's a fake. And so that's the thing that rubs me the wrong way about him at Comic-Con, trying to get people's emotions like, I'm one of you, vote for me. Uh, it is. Uh, do you think any of you think Booker has a chance of winning the nomination? No. Shockingly, no. Uh, no. no. He I would, should. He a year should, ago, I would have said yes. Yeah. Right. On paper, he probably should. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he is in that. T- he's not in the top tier. Certainly, he's not also in the you know John Delaney, uh, you know uh, Eric Swalwell, who now left the campaign. Like he's not in that bottom. T- he's. I mean, he's getting three and four percent. He probably will be, be able to stay in the debates, but I just don't see. He's still at the kids' table in the debate, though. No. Well, they, they, there is no kids' random. table. It's all yeah, random. Of course it is. It's all yeah, random. That's right. Of I would have assumed he'd be an A-lister. Yeah. I'm, I'm really shocked. He really has. I I mean, yeah. he, he was one of those guys they talked about as being one of the potential favorites uh, and has just not been able to turn it into anything. And yeah. that's because Cory Booker, unfortunately for Cory Booker, is Cory Booker. Yeah. Uh, that's he his sucks. big problem. <laughs> is that him. All right, I'm going to take up a break. Uh, come back with more here in a second. So, Cory Booker sucks. Sucks. Welcome back to Fox and Friends, where we have a very special guest. Someone we're really looking forward to having. A very, very, very special guest. Our good friend Glenn Beck is joining us. <laughs> and here he is. How are you? Glenn. So happy to see you. Tell us what's going on. How are your biceps, Glenn? Uh, not good. This one's pudding and that one's jello. Well, because you're going to need them. I hear they're having a beer fest on Thursday night at the White House. That is unbelievable. Why? Why? For a teaching lesson for the working class? Some sort of a... Who needs to learn what here? This president, I think, has exposed himself as a guy over and over and over again who has deep-seated hatred for white people or the white culture. Yeah, say he doesn't like white people. David Axelrod is white. Rahm Emanuel is chief of staff. He's white. 70% of the people he sees every day are white. I'm not saying he doesn't like white people. I'm saying he has a problem. He has a... This is a guy, I believe, is racist. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Okay, we say Beck's views do not represent the views of Fox News or Uh, News Corp. That's that, Glenn. Uh, It's uh, his story on the uh, loudest voice. Um, What I found really interesting here uh, is that 
you know, that is like we showed the clips from Ryan Stelter earlier today. Now it is a requirement, not of opinion people, but of journalists to call the president racist. It's a requirement or you're not a real journalist back then. Uh, you know, you, you couldn't say that. And I guess, you know, obviously the argument is, well, we think Obama wasn't racist and we think Trump is. But that's just a judgment. And I will put up what uh, Obama said that we considered racist to what Trump says. And I, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. No, there is not. Uh, when Obama said that his grandmother was a typical white person who had a reaction to black people bred into her. Yeah, that's the most that's as racist as you really? can get. Change the colors, and yeah. uh, that does not oh. look pretty. Uh, before we go to overtime here in a second, Stephen Kent, uh, where can we people find you on uh, social? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Stephen underscore Kent eight nine. That's Stephen with a P H mm. underscore Kent eight nine. And my podcast Beltway Banthas. We talk about Star Wars and politics and much more. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back with uh, overtime in uh, just a second, including a return of spoons from the Pat Suday's new uh, yes. foods nice. from McDonald's apparently yes. exist, and we're going to try them. Of course, obviously, you have to slip in fast food. Obviously. The news and why it matters, well, you're going to be stuffing your face with this stuff, so you better know. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Well, since Sarah's out, we thought we could just do something very stupid. In fact, this is very much a 2017 Pat and Stu show. Sure is. With Pat, Stu, Jeffy, and Steven, who came on the show back in the day, too, to talk to us about Star Wars. Maybe we can do some of that as well uh, this week. Um, But uh, we have... And, and people are like very much like, oh, you know, America's turned into this xenophobic place. We don't care about other cultures. Uh, wrong. We have food from McDonald's right here. <laughs> Let's lead it here. We have um, the way this works, by the way. Is, um, don't eat the ice cream first. That's the dessert. Yeah. Dessert that work. first. So uh, we have uh, four things, uh, and they're from all around the world. How does McDonald's make from all around the world? Well, Spain. you're about to find out. A scale of 1 to 18, Jeffy, uh, 18, because it's the highest number he knows. Um, and uh, so we start off in... Uh, Let's see. They were going to start off in Canada. Apparently, Canada. That's a unique culture. It's really exotic. Yeah, unique culture. culture. Exotic Exotic. culture. A tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich. Okay. Why wouldn't Um, you have this in the U.S.? Why why wouldn't you make that available? Only in Canada can you get mozzarella, tomato, and chicken. Um, And I I have a vegetarian version, which is just no chicken. So you have something that's completely different. Totally different. But the sauce on it, I think, is going to be key here. Mozzarella is yellow. I don't know if that's real. Yeah, those not seem very authentic. Um, so it's chicken parm. It's, yeah, it's like a chicken parm situation, which I would say is Italian. Mm-hmm. Tastes no, like fish. You bite into this, you think Canadian. <laughs> or like caprese salad, right? Like tomato mozzarella. Like that is like not a Canadian. Is that Canadian? I've never heard of that before. There's like a tomato sauce thing going on. These on there. ingredients only in Canada. Chipotle mm. sauce. Yeah. Mm-mm. Aioli. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jeffy doesn't like sauce. Bougie sauce. <laughs> I mean, my impression of that is. It's, it's not a bad sandwich. I like want a, maple syrup. Right? Mm. Where's, the, Ooh, where's yes. the maple syrup? Uh, now, now we're talking yeah, sauce. Yeah, fried like. chicken, maple syrup like on waffles? top. Yeah, like a chicken and waffle sandwich. That's a really good idea. There's that's a Canada. great idea. Thank you. McDonald's, wow. we're calling. Wow. That's I'm going to say that's innovation. It's delicious. Hey, you like it? I like it a lot. Is really? it like a chicken parm? Like Would you say it it's basically a chicken parm? I mean, the sauce yeah, isn't exactly different. tomato sauce from like a... But like it's pretty good. Slightly different. 
It's the best thing I think I've ever tasted at McDonald's. Oh my God. Really? Wow. Yeah. wow. They call that garlic aioli. I'm not a huge McDonald's fan. Yeah, I know. This is really, really good. Okay, what's your 1 to 18? I'm give this a 16. Wow. Jeffy, do you wow. have a rating? Mm-hmm. I mean, somewhere in there. Okay. <laughs> um, I like 15. 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, I can't really guys. judge this very well, but you I will can. say the sauce, um, it, you know, it's almost like a creamy you got tomato the same sauce. sauce? So. Yeah, same sauce, okay. like a creamy tomato sauce. I thought it was pretty good. I'd give it a 14. Yeah. My tastes have changed. I can't believe I like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is America. So let's go now to another Boy, country of Spain. Business. What do you think of when you think of Spain? You, of course, think of a grand extreme bacon burger. <laughs> exactly. Which is a quarter pounder mm-hmm. with bacon, McBacon sauce, <laughs> Gouda cheese, oh. and oh. Oh, slivered, uh, uh, sil- slivered onions. That's going to be a Pat problem. He's what? not a big onion guy. I've never I been ordered mine without the You did? Oh, okay. This I did. feels inauthentic. Yeah. Now, uh, now, my, uh, I thought we were supposed to eat it the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> onions would have ruined it for me. This so. is just my vegetarian <laughs> burger. <laughs> Look how sad this is. It's just the cheese and onions. Oh, you're oh going to love God. that. That looks Okay, I can't wait to dive good. into this. Mm-hmm. Now, the, it's a bacon sauce, so I can't even have the sauce on this one. Oh, no. Really? Uh, yeah, so let's try it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not, not bad. It tastes mm. like bread and cheese with a little onion. That's not too bad, actually. <laughs> Would have been better without the onions. Now, is it a bougie sauce? Without the onions. Is there any bougie sauce? What's the McBacon sauce like, Jeffrey? Yeah. I mean, I'm letting it slide for now. Wow, so, impressive. impressive. Stephen, do you have an impression of... Because you're pretty deep into that burger already. Oh my god! <laughs> for, the, for the only guy who's even mildly like, uh, you know, it's not everyone else at this table is like um, overweight. Stephen is in here rocking I, the burgers. I can eat. I can eat all this, no problem. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. it's just a bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> There's nothing unique about that. What about the okay, Smoky so. McBacon sauce? The Smoky McBacon what, what sauce. What Smoky McBacon I sauce? I would call it. Thousand Island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the exact same thing they just put on pour, there. Just pour it on top of bacon. Mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. unsure what to think of the Gouda cheese. I mean, that's, you're just trying to be yeah. fancy at that point, yeah. right? Like, that's mm-hmm. just... Uh, mm-hmm. Jeffy just pulled like a half of a straw out of his burger. All right. Uh, I like it, too. Pat, I'm going to give that a 14. A 14. <laughs> Jeffy. Wow. No, these are not double digits. Mm. Not really? double no, digits. Okay. Double they are for me. You've narrowed it to half of the numbers available. Um, what, Jeffy? Nine. Nine? Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I have, I, how can I possibly rule on this? The next one, I, I literally had a bun with a piece of cheese on it. Okay, next one is these cheesy bacon fries. Now, of course, you Another don't, thing you can't eat. That's true. They, the fry, bacon, I can't eat. The fries, I can't, I can't have any of this stuff. But I will say this. When you think cheesy bacon fries, you think, say it with me. Australia. <laughs> Why didn't you? That's not. That's not true. No, it's not true at all. That's not true. I don't oh. understand. Now, uh, cheesy bacon fries seem like it. Would, I guess they had them at a McDonald's in Australia. Oh my is god. Really, it. Um, now the fries, are pretty well reviewed usually at McDonald's. Yeah. Fries don't travel particularly well though. That's a known quantity on spoons. Um, yeah. But uh, the cheesy bacon fries uh, does not seem to be there. A lot of cheesy sauce on it. As I'm looking around the room. Nope. It's like a cheese butter sauce where you know, it's just gone. Cheese butter yeah. sauce. Oh, yeah, kind of dips. Yeah. Kind of soaks into the fries. In. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. Is well, there well, actual again? bacon? I don't see any bacon. There's bacon. Yeah, just yeah. bacon. You're yeah. loving it again? I'm loving it. This is a pretty good. Stu, do you think Impossible Foods will make uh, artificial bacon for you out of plants? Uh, I am very excited about that yeah. possibility. The time will come. I bet. Oh, yeah. some the of, there are some fake bacons already there. Fakens? That are pretty good already. But McDonald's doesn't have them. The Burger King Whopper is on the way, the Impossible Whopper. That's going to be exciting. Pat, you're at... I mean, is it possible, Pat, that you're just wrong about your opinion that you don't Maybe. like McDonald's? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that could be. This you're is loving just all, all really stuff. good. 
And it's yep. traveled. Yeah. Yeah, Pat, I've bashed McDonald's for years, and then last year I went and had one of their craft burgers, kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Really? I was really impressed. Yeah. Really impressed. <laughs> is, it, is it possible that you're just hungry? Yes, it's very okay, possible. It's very possible. Uh, Whatever the case is, I'm loving it. All right, 1 to 18 on the on the bacon cheddar fries? Uh, uh, 15. 15, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Steven. 16. <laughs> 16. This is amazing. All right, now this one is the one I'm very excited about. It's in my wheelhouse. Well, yeah, because it's the only one you can actually consume. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Stroop uh, Waffle McFlurry. Are you guys familiar Ooh. with the Stroop Waffle? This is the one mm. I would say is sort of actually no. legit. None of you guys are. No. Okay, so it is a, um, it's from the Netherlands. Oh. Uh, now the strip waffle is actually I love these things. They're like very they're cookie like the yay big. Okay. Uh, it's like a thin uh, waffle sort of with caramel mm-hmm. in the middle. Oh. Um, oh wow. I really like these things. Oh, like wow. they're really freaking good. Um, and this is basically the McFlurry, <clears throat> where they mix up the ice cream. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, you just dripped about half of that on your sh- on yourself. Um, <laughs> Which would be typical. Typical. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put the caramel pe- oh. waffle pieces inside the ice cream. Um, yeah. Let's see. This is really good. <laughs> Pat may never eat it another place. I buy place. stock in McDonald's now. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, these are good. This is a home run to me. Mm, uh-huh. This is one because they have a Rolo McFlurry that comes around every once in a while. It needs to just stay on the menu. Yes. This same thing here. This just needs to stay on the menu. This is delicious. This is the bacon fries, man. Yeah. The really, only thing I'll say. Wow. I'm not gonna say anything negative about the Stroop Waffle McFlurry. And yes, this show is completely lost any tie <laughs> to the news. But I'll get back to that one second. News. <laughs> Caramel in cold ice cream tends to get hard. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing happens with yeah. the Rollo McFlurry. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a perfectly ideal <clears throat> place for uh, this particular Stroop waffle uh, invention, but it tastes freaking good. Really good. And I love caramel. And it's got like Me almost too. a cinnamon situation going yeah, on, too. There is something cinnamon in yeah. Oh, uh, these things are. This one to me is a 17 out of 18. Me too. That's yeah? what I'd give it. Okay. Jeffy? Yeah, mm. yeah it's definitely. <laughs> I have the dessert sophistication of a 12-year-old, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to give it a 10 because there's no chocolate. Mm. No chocolate, no deal. See, that's what the, mm. the fries need ketchup, too. I'm with you on that. Yeah, we could go Wendy's here and dip fries into. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, into that. This is like, I see, this is the thing. You could, we could talk all day to you about immigration policy, tax policy, what's going on with Iran, yes. talk about the minimum wage going to $15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all, sure, that's all going to really affect your life and it's all really a big deal. This is something you could do today. Yeah. You can go to McDonald's today and try which one of these foods sounds like it's a good thing or a good idea. Is it now available at every McDonald's every, in America? Far, yeah, I think every one. You wow. have to be reminded of what makes America great. And here we are engaging yeah. in multiculturalism, yeah. too much food on one table. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, right? Yep. That's right. And this is capitalism, <laughs> innovation, mm-hmm. best things from around the world coming here I'd like to, disagree to make America with great again. Too much food on one table. <laughs> <laughs> You're counting all the food from all of us too, which is uh, sets it apart. Um, real quick on the uh, on the fast food, uh, there is we do have a story on. Uh, Burger, King. Burger King. Do you know the story, Jeffy? A little bit. This is this is amazing because there's an Impossible Whopper is mm. coming to Burger King, and, and if you don't know what the Impossible yeah. Burger is, it is a plant-based burger. But it's like we we did a taste test with Pat and Glenn. Both of them yep. thought the Impossible Burger was actually the real burger, and that the real burger was actually the fake burger. Yeah, uh, it, it's really freaking good. So what is what is so Burger, burger King, doing? King has started this thing? It's not here in the U.S. yet, but they're trying to get people to download their app. And they're going to, when you order their, their Whopper, you, they're going to give you an Impossible Burger or a regular burger. Oh, cool. And uh, if you, you can decide what it is on their app. 
And if you get it right, then you get it free, I think. I think that's what the deal is. Okay. But, now, they're not going to uh, force you into this, right? Like, I yeah. don't really want... Like, I would rather know I than know. getting the impossible burger. I know, but that's what that that's the kind of the, the controversy about it, is that they're they're deciding for you. Really? Really? Here, here you go. Here it you feels go. not legal. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 why, see, that's why it's not in the U.S. <laughs> ah, okay. 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 Only say, a Czechoslovakian. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. Ah. It is on American. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, that's why it won't go over here. You can try You can sell me your app. You can tell me to download yeah. your app, but you can't. You got you to no give me a social experiments over here. I will say a good promotion, though, would be if you want. Give me a choice. Like, if you say, like, I would like a random Whopper, and, like, they can give you either. Because if you're, like, I happen to be someone who doesn't care which one you want to have the game, you could say, give me, give me one of the two. And then they can, mm-hmm. they can choose it for you. But, like, if you're, like, a vegetarian going in there and be like, yeah, give me one, give me a Whopper, and then they give you an actual real one, that would not be It'd not be good. In the U.S., there'd be lawsuits. There'd be lots yeah. of lawsuits. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, McDonald's got sued for their fries because there's like beef oh, yeah. in their fries. Yeah. They got yeah. they got a, they had a big issue with that. And why you put beef? The in nation's a- vegetarians <laughs> gasp in horror. I actually think with that one, it was it was either Hindus or so it was some religious. Seems like it was, yeah. And they were very upset at the fact that like, hey, that we kind of find that to be sacred. So put it in our potatoes. At, at the time, it was a little shocking because we kind of thought the McDonald's French fries as sacred. Those of us well, there, that will eat the beef. There are religions around McDonald's French fries. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, uh, I mean, there has not been this much. Sarah Gonzalez has not consumed this many calories in, like, the last 15 years. <laughs> uh, so we're setting some new records here. Uh, let me give you the polls of the day. Yesterday we had a poll. It says, are you going to tune into the second round of Democratic uh, debates later this month? 84% of you said wow. no. And I I don't believe you. I doubt First that. of all, I don't really believe you. But believe you. second of all, it's not a good idea, right? You need to know who these people are. You need to know, uh, I mean, because one of them is going to be running for president in a, in a real way against Trump and whoever else. And it's at that point, I mean, I guess you could say, eh, figure it out down the road. They're all terrible. But. I mean, I, you know, if you follow this stuff every day, I think it's a good idea to watch these things. Anyway, um, 84% no, 16% yes. We do have another poll uh, coming up tomorrow. What is going to be the biggest issue of 2020? We've got four choices for you. Immigration, <clears throat> the economy, abortion, and health care. Pat, which one do you think out of the four? Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, something like that. One of those. One of those. I'm going to have to say uh, the economy. Because if it goes south, that could lose the If it goes south, I think it, honestly, I think it's over. I don't see I, it. I, Trump is he loses, probably right? the economy. I, I think that's Trump the only way lose. he loses, yeah. Trump could lose if the economy goes to the south. I think he could lose even if it stays where it is, honestly. Really? I do think, uh, I, I wouldn't look past this. I mean, yeah. you know. It's scary. Yeah. Um, but uh, if the economy goes south, I think he's in real massive trouble. That's going to be real. I mean, that's going to be. I mean, because that's really, you know, he has a, what, 42, 43% approval rating with one of the best economies we've had in a really long time. If that thing goes south, he's going to lose some of those people. Yeah. And it could get even uglier. Stephen, what do you think? I mean, for better or for worse, uh, people being prosperous and, and being able to get through their daily lives and have money in their in their pocketbooks, like, that's what makes people the most happy and willing mm-hmm. to look the other way on bad stuff. Yeah. Right? right. And that's that's for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would think that uh, folks would have said immigration, actually. I just yeah. think, I think that that's, that's the, I think that's the animation issue. I do um, think that's what the poll will say. When we get the results tomorrow, we will yeah. say it will be immigration. And it, immigration, and that does that lead into the racism? I mean, because we're now, I mean, we're into that with Elon, I mean, the, the, with the, you know, the squad. Mm-hmm. That's going to be... That would be socialism, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I would think that, like, the economy is big. I think the economy should be the thing that we're really looking for on that. Yeah. Um, healthcare is going to be a big one, too. 
at least for the left. But I think this poll is going to say immigration. I think you're right on that. I think that's yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and that's that's what Washington has ignored for 20 years is they want to make it about the economy, stupid. And, and they are right. Broadly, America does care about that. But I think y'all's audience, like, we've all been very frustrated about immigration mm-hmm. for 20 years and no one's been listening yep. um, yeah. to any common sense solutions about it. So mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, we found out earlier in the broadcast that we've built how much of the wall? Zero inches. Zero so, inches. Mm-hmm. And yet, and, and that's how, got, how do you think this Netherlands McFlurry gets over the, you know, through our borders? We've got hundreds of miles of a wall already there that's, how tall? I mean, you can't even. Four feet. Yeah. Four, four feet. feet. You can't <laughs> penetrate a barrier like that. You can't penetrate it. <laughs> All right, Stephen uh, Kent, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. You're going to be joining us tomorrow as well? I will. Oh, very cool. Nice. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. You can mm-hmm. uh, watch that every morning. Yep. And thank you to a much lesser extent to Jeffy, uh, who joined. <laughs> Jeffy, you have the... Um, uh, both podcasts on right now. Obviously, the the main one uh, being chewing uh, the fat, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. But also, you have the uh, the one on the, the zombie show too. Right? Yeah, you're talking fear because uh, uh, fear of the nice. Walking Dead. But Walking Dead is coming back first uh, of October. Looking forward to that. I mean, they released uh, mm. their new stuff on at Comic Con this week. Looks yeah. good. All right, and really tomorrow we'll find an excuse to talk about Star Wars too. I mean, when Sarah's <laughs> away, we can do whatever we want. I do want to tell you though, on uh, Wednesday we will not be. This show will not air uh, because we've got uh, the Ilan Omar special going on on Glenn's program. It's a full hour. That's going to be quite a ride, so get ready so, for that. Juan Omar is more important than us feeding our faces? I think it is, yes. Did you find your brother? Yeah, we're, you, we're, we're bring, you bring him in for an exclusive? <laughs> there we go. Now we've got a show. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. This McClory uh, thing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good. Soup. At this point, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.